Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to CarnivorousCreations.com. That's Carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to CarnivorousCreations.com. Remember Carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic, screen-accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. I like how... uh... I'm more. I take Jake's word on Jaws facts more than Steven Spielberg. <laughs> um, to, to catch everybody up, because we just started recording. Uh, there's a video on YouTube of Steven Spielberg giving a tour of the back lot of Universal Studios, and he's talking about the Orca boat from Jaws that was there and how they tore it apart. Ooh, Abby's uh, computer's making some music. Okay, cool. Um, cool. Turn that. And off. I'm asking Jake to uh, back up Steven Spielberg's comments and correct him if needed. Yeah. Yeah. So is he fucking wrong or what? He's full of shit. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, he is right. But there were two orcas. They um, there was there was you know the main orca, and then whenever the one that like sank mm-hmm. was a was a different orca, and it could like they had it on you know uh, things where they could lower it in the water, pull it back up, and whenever they were shooting with one they were filming on the other one. They were like standing on the other orca filming the other orca. Oh, I got you. Um, Weird. And yeah, what he said is right. It was on the back lot for a long time and he would go and visit it and stuff. And then one day all of a sudden it was like being just torn apart. Well, he said there was termites. Um, It was funny. The video, he's like, well, there was termites, but of course there was termites. Like, of course the orca has termites. It's wooden. It's a wooden ship. Right. Um, Right. So speaking of Jaws, this is way off topic. I haven't even introduced everybody yet. There's a new movie coming out, that John Krasinski movie. What's that movie called? Um, it's called Shut Up. Everybody stop talking. It's called Everybody Be Quiet. It's called uh, A Quiet Place. Yeah. New horror yeah. film. It's getting very good reviews. And there's a couple people I've read comparing it to Jaws. What? Um, I read I read an article today where they were saying from the very beginning of production – John, what's his last name? Krasinski? Krasinski. Is that, is that Halpert. Jim Halpert, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, John Krasinski, whatever his name John is. John Halpert Krasinski. Um, he, uh, it said like from the first production meeting, he was, he was mentioning Jaws. Like he wanted, you know, he, like they said he kept bringing it up. Like, you know, this needs to be like Jaws. Is, which I think that's great if that's the mindset you have. But I don't feel like you should be saying that publicly until the movie's out and everybody's seen it because now right that's now, dude, in my head now that's in my head and i'm like cool 
Yeah, that's the high. That is the highest expectation you could possibly put on your own fucking movie. Yeah. Hey, our movie is like the greatest movie ever made. That's the stupidest thing you could do because it's not. It's not going to be Jaws. You know, you should wait. Let everybody see it, and then if you want to come out with the information where it was like, yeah, I really like Jaws, and I was trying to, you know, that's what I was thinking about when I did this. But do that down the road after everybody's seen it because now you're yeah. just putting an expectation on your movie. Yeah, that's a lofty comparison to be, like, leading with. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't do it. I totally get why that's, yeah. Do you think there's a line in the movie that we're like, we're going to need a bigger candle? <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's more so let's not show these monsters until the, the you know, we have to. Yeah. There you go. Well, listen, this was fun. Um, oh, we're not done. Okay. We haven't started. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast, episode 93. Can you guys believe we are inching ever so close to episode 100 of Yes, Have Some Podcast? If you could go back in time, and I would have asked you, Abby, where do you think you'll be when episode 100 rolls around? What would you think? Um, I mean, I would... I'd hope that I'd be exactly where I am right now, which is in the toy room with, like, better, newer toys. <laughs> what, what, and this yeah, is a nicer toy room with hardwood floors and, like, fresh paint, so it's it's not our old one. So, honestly, mm-hmm. I'm not sure where I would have, like, anticipated, but the fact that we're in a new <clears> house <throat> is definitely, like, I guess I'm new, just proving different. that I'm really dumb, because I would have been, like, 100 episodes. That must be 30 years from now. <laughs> That's for... I hope I'm still alive. <laughs> Will we still be alive then? Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be talking about John Krasinski. Yeah, yeah. for sure. We're going to lead with that. Jim, Jim, Jim Krasinski. Jim yeah. Jesus. Jimmy John. Uh, What's his like, name? I don't know. Pam's, yeah, Pam boyfriend. Beasley's Pam boyfriend. Beasley. Oh, uh, God. Jake, happy episode 93. How are you, man? Thank you. I'm I'm very good. Um, Just, just hanging out, eating some uh, Jolly Rancher jelly beans, which are, like, mm. accidentally vegan, and they're pretty good. Whoops. They're accidentally vegan? Like, they meant that's, to put some meat in there? That's what you call things. Jelly bean that's, factory? That's what, you see, that's what you see things called whenever products are made that weren't, like, specifically meant to be vegan, but they are anyway. Okay. Usually we don't give a fuck. They call it, like, a, yeah, like, whatever. Like those uh, mini Starbursts and, like, the a lot of that are specifically yeah. well, because like a lot of times, apple size or something. A lot of times, jelly beans aren't vegan yeah, because right. they have gelatin in them, which is made, you know, from like beef, and shit. Yeah, little hooves. Sebastian. So, so whenever you find one that isn't, yeah, that doesn't like it doesn't say anywhere on the bag like this is a vegan product. They they weren't trying to be vegan. You then it's accidentally like vegan. nutter butters. Yeah, aren't yeah, vegan? exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fritos. There was yeah, this, was one, this one Tuesday uh, last week. I had food poisoning on the weekend, and then uh, that Tuesday following it, I was accidentally vegan because all I had was toast. Except for day. the cat Dude, food that you exactly. smelled to make yourself throw up uh, again. Uh, oh, are we going to talk about that? Does anybody want to That was a that? dark place. Let's move past it. I was in a dark place, guys. <laughs> it was like but was it the a quiet Overlook place? Hotel Ooh. over here. Was, everyone was losing their mind. I had food poisoning, and I basically... <laughs> went crazy. I was Jack you, Torrance. You were like, I'm going to ride in the car so that I get motion sickness. <clears throat> it was great. Uh, can we move Ooh. past that? Yeah, let's can get we past, past it. That? It's a bad time. It's a bad time for you, Craig. It's a, it a bad, bad time. time for Yes, Have Some. Mm-hmm. We're all healthy now. We almost broke up. <sighs> we're almost at 100. We're almost 100 years old. Welcome to Yes, Have Some. Like I said, it's episode 93 we are in another different... I think this is the room we're going to settle on. I feel like the acoustics in this room lend themselves to podcasting. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And right off the top, thank you, everybody, for participating 
and a little April Fool's joke this week on Yes Have Some, which kind of took off and turned into a thing. Turned into a thing, huh? Yeah. There was there was some uh, there was some stuff. So it's so weird that it can still pick up that much steam. How do you guys, Abby? How, what do you? I know you don't like practical jokes. What is your opinion on April Fool's Day in general? I don't like pranks. I don't like jokes. I don't like mean. Like I don't. It seems mean spirited. Like I, I don't like the elaborate setup just to get just to goof yeah. somebody. Yeah. I don't like somebody intentionally like planning to startle me. Speaking of Jim Helper, like the whole the old like Jello like. Putting like the like the office game mentality. I don't. Know, I don't like that. Oh, we put the stapler in the jail. Yeah, don't fuck with that. Like, like there's other you know, ways to be funny. The thing that bothers me about it now. You're right over there. You is, dude, I I want to go ahead and apologize for all the coughing. I've had this fucking stupid horrible cough for the last like three weeks, and I don't have a cold. I'm not sick in any other way. I feel fine, but I can't get rid of this goddamn cough. Mm. And right before we podcast, right before we started recording, and the same last week. I like looked it up online. I was like, what is the best cough suppressant? And I went and I found it and I bought it and it was the most expensive one. And I've, I drank like half a fucking bottle right before we record. It's just not working. Like, <laughs> my cough will not go away. Yeah. This is not my, this is not even my stress for this week. So I can't get rid of this cough. For all the people who tuned in, we've now covered inducing <laughs> vomiting with cat food <laughs> and <laughs> coughing. Abby, do you have I feel like we're in like a part of an episode of Twin Peaks, like just like the really gross, weird part. Yeah, that you can't watch. Just yeah. Using eyes and skin. First of all, we're very sorry. We're very sorry. Yeah. Where were we? I really don't remember. Oh yeah, April Fools. We don't like it. But here's the thing: <coughs> all the websites, all the podcasts, everybody has to do a little bit of a April Fools joke. You expect it, like yeah, exactly. You know what's coming. Ghostbustersnews.com. Did one about the uh, real Ghostbusters uh, figures being re-released by Hasbro and Kenner as a Walmart exclusive. I fell for it. And uh, so I decided to do a little yes have some April Fool's joke and announced the sequel to Ghostbusters Answer the Call. Ghostbusters 2. 2. I guess. It just said... <laughs> you didn't really like, give it its own new title. It just said I confirmed the date. We confirmed the date of July... 2020 Ghostbusters 2 we had and uh I thought it was fun no one's gonna believe that and then it just turned into this really lot like hundreds of comments and likes and shares and people having a very (coughs) visceral reaction one way or the other people were like fuck that no I know it's an April Fool's joke but that don't joke about that that's like joking about cancer Dude, people people are stupid. My our uh, our friend Becky posted on her Instagram uh, an April Fool's thing saying that uh, the new um, Ben Hanscom was going to be played by the original Ben, but right. older uh, Ben, you know Heller and a. Uh, yeah, I fell for that. Yeah, and nobody, nobody on this podcast fell for that one. But, no, I was like, yeah, hey, but but one <laughs> yeah, but one person commented on it, uh-huh. and they and they were like telling her to, that she should go kill herself. And they were like, oh. I really believed this. And now I'm crying because I found out you're a liar. And they were just like, <laughs> and we're like, what? On they April went Fool's crazy. Day, I found out you they were a liar. They went crazy. I was like, I love it. Fuck? I love it. Yeah. Is that why her account went private on Instagram? <laughs> Maybe. Jesus Christ. God, people are nuts. People dude. are nuts. So we did this little like, April Fool's People love it. So people love it. People have answered the call. There is no sequel to answer the call, whether or not you were mad or happy about it. We are, well, I hate to break the news. It was just a prank. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then we found out Jake went and watched Answer the Call this week. I think he was inspired by our little April Fool's Day uh, prank. I wouldn't say that I went and watched it. No. I, I was at did. work and somebody put it on. It was on. Yeah, but you happened to work yeah. at a movie theater and somebody put on Answer the Call. <laughs> That's not what happened. Uh, we don't need to talk about Answer the Call. I feel no. like I feel like have we have we covered it? God, I feel like we've I think so. said it all. Yeah. We've said it all. Does anybody if want... I make one more I hate coffee joke on this podcast, like I I can't. I can't <clears> done. I can't. Uh, so it's safe to say that at some point in our life we will see another Ghostbusters movie. Probably not a sequel to that one, but that's not why we're here tonight. We're here to talk about Yes Have Some Things. We're going to do some stress. We're going to do some fuck budgeting. Last week, two weeks ago, first time we ever did a stress and a fuck budget, we're bringing it back. Back by popular demand. I know. I'm, <coughs> I'm very excited about it. Um, any housekeeping notes before we get going? I know, Jake, we had some conversation today about Jurassic World going on tour with a live org. We talk about these live orchestras a lot. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised that I wouldn't think Jurassic World would be the movie that people would be really excited to go see with a live orchestra. What do you guys think? <clears throat> I mean, I, I, they're, do, I mean, they're doing it because it's a tour and they don't want to, they're going to do one of their newer films. They don't want to do the newest because it's not out yet. And, they're not going to do Jurassic Park. I just feel like they're trying to do what people remember. Yeah. I think the I think the score, even though it's not John Williams, the score for Jurassic World is really good. It's pretty good. I gosh, yeah. really, I, It's not memorable enough to me to like say whether or not it's good or bad. But I mean, I do understand why they're doing it over the Lost World or like JP three. It makes sense. Oh so. God, I I want to see the Jurassic Park three score live. Yeah. <laughs> hey, nobody. I I wouldn't like. Maybe that's not the best of the movies, but like I would still be excited to go see that. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I talking? Like I wouldn't go. Like oh god, I'm not going to go see that Ju- Jurassic Park three. Yeah. What am I, a common peasant? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, well, cool. So the weird thing is, there's a website for the Jurassic World uh, uh, live tour, but it doesn't work. Have you guys? There's no. That? Da- there's no dates. Well, I I went to it, but there just there was no dates yet. Well, we'll keep everybody abreast of the situation. Yeah. Um, well, anything else before we get going? I feel like I don't talk to you guys enough. That can't be true. <laughs> we don't talk enough. We, we don't, text. We don't talk enough. Well, listen, we got a lot of ground to cover. We got some stress coming up. We got a fuck budget coming up. I'm very excited. Last night was a big night in my life. I don't want to spoil it, but let's just say... Jake, what did you say earlier? It's a barge. <laughs> barged in. <laughs> you gonna do it? Uh, maybe you going right for it? It's time. I we had an answer the call ban. What? I thought we had an answer the call like embargo. Oh yeah, we just banned we answer the call talk, and I just brought it up again. <laughs> you know what's good about wonton? <laughs> That's because soup? it was too good of a joke. That's because that was good, too good of a joke, right? Yeah. I talked to that Tro- was one of the actual good jokes. I talked about. Uh, I was talking to Troy <laughs> Benjamin of the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Cross Rip podcast uh, this week, and I was we we're talking about the April Fool's joke, and uh, he he was like, "Why do I have a feeling there's some uh, soup jokes and yes, have some's future?" I was like, oh, there's, "There's probably some soup jokes." <laughs> there's some soup out. jokes. Oh, you, you um, just wait. And thank you to the Cross Rip, by the way. This week, they uh, Chris Stewart's traveling. Chris Stewart's in Italy. He was there for like two weeks or something. So yeah. they kind of had a. They did kind of a light episode this week, and they played a lot of voicemails. And there was a cameo from a Mr. Dan Aykroyd 
Um, oh no, did they play that? Yeah, they did. Oh, boy, I haven't listened. Yeah. That's uh, amazing. And go. I'm just glad they're not mad at us. No, they're not mad. Troy's a good sport. Now, also, somebody yeah, left them. Did we talk about it last yeah. time? One of the listeners of the cross trip left them a voicemail that's just 30 seconds of Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's amazing. <laughs> that's fantastic. That makes me want to start having a, a hey, voicemail line. Hey, it's voicemail a good song. Line. So I would have a voicemail line. God, I want a voicemail line. I want a P.O. box so bad. We live right by a really huge post office, so we, I think we should get We need a, a P.O. Box, P.O. box. We need a voicemail line. And then I think it's... This is the promise I'll make. As soon as we get some concrete news about a new Ghostbusters movie or TV project, we'll do another live episode. We'll let you guys call in and yeah, those are they're fun. Yeah. It's been a while. They it's, are yeah. It's fun. We it's fun to do it with Ghostbusters because I don't know. You get the, right. You get the crazies. Yeah. <laughs> we, got the, we, get, we got the whole fam. Yeah. Well, let's not it. pretend that any of us are Dude, normal I or healthy. Love- we started doing live episodes like so soon into when we like yeah. started podcasting. Yeah, like our fifth episode. And they're like, like my favorite live. memories. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, hey, this is fantastic because I don't have to supply any of it. Like, it's just people calling in. This is amazing. I just react. To and it. I remember being so surprised by like how many people did call and it was like yeah. very cool. That was early on. Yeah. Guys, we're 93 episodes in. I don't even know if the internet can handle a yes, have some live episode. Oh, man. We're going to do it. We're, we're going to do, do it. Yeah. Hey, maybe we'll have some like special guests. Hey, a couple special guests. A couple special guests. Sure. Who knows? Right now, it is time for the classic, the requested, the one and only Yes Have Some What's Stress, and it's coming up right now. Back by popular demand. You look a little stressed. Is this some radical new therapy? Why don't you do something with your life? Come on, let's get nuts. Ooh, I love that song. Did you guys hear the updated version of the song? Oh. It's the same song. Oh, but like, I we're going to act it. like we just heard what they heard that you what you put in later. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, yeah. See, I the really magic of that. movies. You guys need to watch some old behind the scenes. About acting. You guys need to watch the Kirk Cameron making of Back to the Future videotape. I love all those old things. I'm thinking of the Batman and Robin and like Batman Forever one. Oh my God. It's so that. good. Um, I hope Kirk Cameron's okay. Mm-hmm. So, right now, it's time to talk about what's stressing out. The Yes Have Some podcast crew this week in the world of TV, movies, toys, music, whatever you want to talk about. It's our chance to have a little, uh, our little own group therapy session because we do have Yes Have Some group therapy on Facebook where all of our listeners can go and talk. Guys, there's some really funny stuff happening on group therapy. It's mostly become a place for people to bitch about how they can't find specific toys they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. I it's great. It. I love, I, for, I, I, I can't think of the guy's name, but the guy who's like obsessed with, um, buying all the Thanos stuff. Oh yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it. And he's got, a it's great. great. It's great because he's, it's like getting to the point where he's like, well, here's a race car shaped like Thanos. I guess I have to buy this. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's a big. Th- I'm gonna look up his name because I don't want to screw it up. Uh, but I felt bad because I was like, "Hey, man, you getting that Marvel Legends Thanos?" And he was like, yeah. he, "He's like, I've got like kids and shit. Like, I can't spend a hundred bucks on that." And I was like, "God, I'm glad I didn't send him the uh, Hot Toys." Uh, Must not be a real fan. <laughs> uh, Tyler West, <laughs> Tyler. So thank you, Tyler, uh, listener of Yes Have Some and uh, participating member of Yes Have Some Group Therapy. We should mm-hmm. send him a Thanos. Guys, let's just send him. Just send him Thanos. Let's send yeah. him Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah, we yeah, Josh Brolin, come your way. Just watch out. 
cool. Four, six weeks. Jake's happening. Jake's got a robot voice. Jake, talk for a second. What? Oh, you got a voice. Wait. You sound like Thanos. You sound like Thanos now. Jesus Christ. All right, hold on. All right, so cool. Yeah, we got we're all set. Got Josh Brolin. He's on his way to Tyler West. And uh, yeah, be on the be on the lookout four to six weeks. Yeah, it'll be you're gonna have. You're gonna have to sign for him. Yeah. Hey, it's gonna be a big package. Yeah, it'll just have a Goonies yeah. logo on the on the package. <laughs> uh, speaking real quick before we get to the stress, uh, we'll call him friend of the podcast, WWE superstar Zach Ryder. Hey, he likes my posts. Yeah, we, we've talked. We talked. We're gonna, we're trying. We've been trying to get Zach Ryder on the podcast. He's a fellow. God, have we been chasing him? We've been him. trying. So we'll we'll get him soon. We'll get we, him on. We've talked. So Zach Ryder will. I'm I'm calling it now. Zach Ryder will be on. Yes, have some sometime in the near future. But he's got WrestleMania coming up this weekend, mm-hmm. and he's participating in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. We wish Zack Ryder luck, and I feel like if he wins, he'll throw up the official YHS gang sign. Oh, for sure. That we mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but we haven't made it yet. It's whatever he does. Whatever he does. It's whatever he does. Whatever he does, we'll adopt. <clears throat> That's totally what yeah. we. But I saw on Twitter he ordered the one to one scale Han Solo and Carbonite. From Sideshow Collectibles. It's oh, cool. so unfair, yeah. It it, it it shows up like in a giant crate. Um, yeah, I saw what his... do you think? What do you think the shipping on that is? I don't know, but the delivery driver was dressed uh, like Boba Fett. <laughs> 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 that would be really funny if he was, though. Also, I like the yeah, idea like that required. like Boba Fett in between uh, in between bounty hunting has to work for Federal Express. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Delivering packages. Good. Gotta pay the bills. All right. It's time for the stress. Jacob Walsh, what's yeah. stressing you out this week? Am I going first? I, if you want, I can go first. Right. I'll, I don't care. You want to take the plunge? Who, me? Abby. Jake? Jake, you've lost your turn. No, Abby. I thought it was Jake. Oh, this is my stress. <laughs> Dealing with I get so stressed. Abigail Garth. Talking about my stress. What's stressing you out? I am so, I'm stressed about so many things in life, but the thing that I'm going to talk about right now is, uh, I sat down today and wrote like a little article for Yes Have Some about, um, a convention that's coming up in Atlanta called Atlanta Comic Con, and it's taking place on July 13th through 15th, and as I was like looking at their website, I was looking at the guests, and they're like really good, and I was getting extremely excited about going to this convention, um, and so I wrote like a super glowing, fun, positive thing about it, and then... I realized that it's the exact same weekend as SharkCon, which, Jake, you've mentioned mm-hmm. is something you want to do. And I was just yeah, on the SharkCon site, and I'm just super stressed right now because that looks that looks like just as fun. And you just said that Richard Dreyfus is going to be there. And I'm just kind of like, yeah. I feel bad now because I'm like, I want to go to this other convention because there's a chance that we can like interview some of these some of the guests, like Leah Thompson's there and like Sean Astin and mm-hmm. the uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, like, yeah, plays her is going to be there, and like I think it'd be super fucking cool to sit down and talk to these people. So I want to go to that, and I also want to be in Florida. So I don't really, I'm just stressed because I'm one person. You have dual conventions. Yeah, exactly. What does yeah. one do when there's two conventions to go to on the same weekend? Has it ever been done before? I mean, you you pick. <laughs> That's what you do. Yeah, exactly. Um. So so, Leah Thompson's going to be there, which is uh-huh. really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've met. Which- we have been to a convention with Leah Thompson. Right. right. Uh-huh. Uh, but Jake, you met her. And of yeah. course, Jake got a Back mm-hmm. to the Future item signed, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually staring right at it. I got her card from, from Jaws. 
Signed. Jaws 3. 3D. Jaws 3. Well, Abby, the best Jaws. Abby, tell me about this Atlanta Comic Con. So you mentioned Leah Thompson's going to be there. Yeah, but also like the guy who voiced Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. And like they're bringing that show back. So I think it would be super cool to. They're bringing oh, Rocco's cool. Modern Life back? Yeah, that's what I read on when you when you go to their site, which I just lost. Um, you just lost their website. Totally lost it. Um, well, let me before we do that. Let me <coughs> let me ask you this, Abby. You mm-hmm. you go to a lot of conventions. Yeah. True. What? Very true. 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 True statement. True statement. What do you need out of like? Forget the the stress of Shark Con versus Atlanta Comic Con. <coughs> Let, let's separate that for a second. What do you need out of a convention that makes it a worthy experience for you? Well, I mean, first of all, I want all my friends to be there. So, like, if there's a convention that Jake wants to go to that's not that one, then, like, I would be bummed out about that. So I'm stressed about that, okay. number one. But when it comes to going to a yeah. convention, like, want I like... friends. I want, like, guests that I'm interested in in interacting with and, like, getting photos with and getting autographs from. And, yeah, and it would be even cooler if we were able to go there as, like, a media presence and have the opportunity to, to like, talk to people, which yeah. is what we're going to be able to do at this convention. So that's my stress. What do vendors mean to you? Like, I mean, I, I like them. I enjoy them. I want there to be vendors at conventions that I go to. What, what I'm just trying to inch closer and closer to the fact that Dragon Con has the worst vendors. That's all I want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, I, I, I would agree with that, but I will say this, this past year at Dragon Con, I was pretty surprised at some of the stuff that I was able to find. Right. And I, I mean, as far like, I found a couple pretty rare, I think, prints at Dragon oh, yeah. Con. What was that? And I got them for some, for some, like some a, pretty good prices. You bought a frame. I bought a print. Yeah. I yeah. Framed the mist print, which was a small run. And it was a long time ago. They're, they're pretty hard to find because it was such a small run. Uh, it was already framed. And the guy looked to me cheaper than what the original price was. I also found a, uh, a signed cue, the winged serpent print, which is a, a movie I love. So I yeah. was surprised. Like the, it, you're, you're not wrong that it's always the same shit. Mostly. I also think I found all the cool stuff from one guy. So yeah, you bought, well, it's cause I remember yeah. before dragon con, Jake was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to spend that much money this year. It's probably the first time in years I like bought stuff at dragon con because of that reason, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Atlanta Comic-Con does look cool. It's the first year they're doing it here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guest list is pretty good. Um, it is cool that Richard Dreyfus is going to be at SharkCon. He's doing a lot of conventions these days. Like, like <clears throat> The thing, it's not just that it's Richard Dreyfus. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I don't, know, I don't want to add your stress, Abby. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, going, to Shark- I'm going to SharkCon. I'm, I'm passing up the other There's convention. There's a pirate ship bounce house. There's mermaid activities. There's touch tanks. There's like stuff at Bush Gardens. Well, what's a touch? There's tank? a shark ride. <clears throat> well, it's like, it's a like fucking Bronco. Shark. It's not just. It's not just that Richard Dreyfus is going to be there. At this point, there are four people involved with Jaws that are going to be at this convention. Yeah. Two of which I don't have their autographs. One of which I haven't met at all. So, and who are those people? And they're. It's uh, Carl Gottlieb who was one of the screenwriters. He's in the film. Uh, um, Chrissy, the you know the first victim, uh-huh. um, Richard Dreyfus, and, and then and then the, there's another guy who uh, was a stuntman on the film and is also 
the estuary victim, the guy like is like, hey, you kids all right over there? And the shark knocks his boat over and eats him. Oh, it's yeah. the scariest oh, yeah. part of the movie. That guy's gonna be there. And there's gonna they're they're all doing a panel together. That's pretty there's cool. gonna be there's gonna be a jaw panel and um Man. I'm not I'm going I'm going to that. I'm not passing that up. So. All right. Well now I'm really stressed. I mean it's gonna be at different <laughs> conventions, Jake. And it's gonna be weird, it's right? Texting each other, yeah. I, is this called this is called convention adultery? I I'm yeah. Which I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Convention adultery is something that definitely happens, but that that's not what this is. Oh, <laughs> that's just going to a con. Um, but yeah, no, I I understand. This is like a weird schism split for us as a group. Yeah, so I, I don't. Can, like, I don't like it either. I don't like Jake, it either. Like but Sharkon was. Sharkon was first. I get it. I, it was. It was. I knew about Sharkon before this other one. Jake, and I, can't I think it's a mutual breakup. I think it's amicable. I think that it's, it's like, okay. Jake's not gonna not go to SharkCon. That'd be like Adam yeah. not no, going I'm to. I'm looking at this. It's I don't know. It's like raising awareness, and there's all sorts of like stuff that yeah lends itself to. It's like it is yeah. Mm-hmm. Raising it, awareness yeah. on how to hunt in there's murder, a shark great dissection shark. though. Don't don't do that. There's also geek speed dating. I saw that. So oh you know what fun. is geek speed dating? What is shark speed dating? I don't know. Wait, that's happening in Shark Yeah, they're having yeah. speed dating in Shark There's Hunt. an additional weird. charge for that activity, though, so it's apparently good. <laughs> um, that's weird. This is kind of where I love conventions. We all do. It's yeah. a big part of what we do here. One year, maybe this year, maybe this is the year, I've always really wanted to go deep and explore the seedy underbelly of Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to know what's going on. The bowels? Mm-hmm. Like the late night, yeah. we've we yeah we've gotten close to it. I feel like our early years, like in our early twenties when we started going to Dragon Con, like we saw more of it. Yeah, it was kind of hazy. It's weird, but like now it I gets feel weird. like I want to go see it again. It gets weird. Yeah. Like people, like you wake up the next day, you're just in bed with like R two D two. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> That's not even dark. That's just, if that happened, I'd be like, if I rolled over in the morning and I I was naked and just next to R2-D2, my first thought would have been, that was a great night. Whatever happened, it was great. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay, cool. Then C-3PO walks out of the bathroom, you're like, oh. Then you know it was weird. R2-D2's fine. That's too bad. Okay, so what else, Ab? What other stress you got? Oh, I mean, that's... That's pretty much it. That's your con stress? Yeah, that's my con stress. I'm stressed about that. Well, we're, we're that's entering... That's legit stress. It's legit. Yeah, and we're entering a con season, mm-hmm. so there's going to be a lot of convention talk. Yeah. And, and I am thinking about con... I'm thinking about costumes, too. I wasn't going to bring that up, but, like, seeing Ready Player One, I was thinking about, like, costumes, like, looking at that, and... I don't know. There's, <coughs> yep. there's just... I have to get my shit together before Dragon Con. God damn it. I think we're doing just, some panels, so, yeah. Do, yeah, there's going to be... We're we're gonna, gonna, yes. Spoiler alert! Gear, yeah. Yes, have some's happening this year at DragonCon. Yeah. It's gonna, they might change it to YHSCon. Mm-hmm. I pitched that. That's what I heard. That's, That's what, what I heard. heard. As soon as Zack Ryder throws up the YHS gang sign, then they'll, <laughs> then they'll go. It's over. Um, I can't yeah. wait for that. So while nope. we're on the while we're on the topic, and since we haven't talked in a year, dude, we should send him like some YHS. Like, what do you call? What do they wear? Like the little fanny pack? Yeah, they're, they're oh, they're gear shorts. Yes, have some wrestling gear. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sponsor him. Let's he loves Ghostbusters. Let's sponsor him, whether he wants it or not. You know that he got in trouble a couple years ago for wearing the Ghostbusters custom logo. Ghostbusters yeah, uh, wrestling trunks. It's one of the reasons I respect. That's him. Sony. That's was a like, funny thing to get in trouble about. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know how Sony is about their their uh, 
Yeah, they won't oh, even give it to Steven Spielberg. God. And a lot of people don't realize Steven Spielberg directed the movie Lincoln, and Lincoln started off as a professional wrestler. Boom, Six Degrees of Abraham Lincoln. Also, Kevin Bacon's going to be at the Stanley Hotel doing a live performance, and I'm out. With his brother. Oh. <laughs> Real quick, before we move on to Jake's stress, because this was some really good stress. Okay. Are you considering any new costumes for Dragon Con this year? I've been talking about this Ginny or so costume that I want to do, but like a Novos is dumb and I can't get a costume made by them fast enough so I'm going to maybe piece one together and I've wanted to do a Mon Mothra which I know I talked about Tell on me the about show that. that's like the Mon Mothma Mothra like you know mashup Mon costume Mon Mothra? I <laughs> so like many her. people will get it dude Great. it's I'm going to have to have a sign explaining it when you have a sign that it's yeah. like why, why I'm Mon Mothra just so you know guys did we have an episode where we came up with a bunch of uh kaiju star wars combos or was that just a, we tried was that on yes have some or <laughs> yeah i think so mm-hmm, i think so it could have been a private conversation isn't it bad that our private conversations are the exact same thing as the podcast i'm pretty to do a bill I'm, and ted costume just throwing I'm, that out there too yeah that'd be a good one i'm That's pretty good. sure craig most of the time we talk on the phone one of us says why aren't we recording this yeah mm-hmm. and i've been recording all of them that's what, that's what our that's what our new YHS shirt should say. Why aren't we recording this? Oh, I like that idea. Yeah, I like that too. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it. Somebody make that and send it our way. We'll sell it. Yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I want. Are you a real fan shirt too? Oh, are you? Yeah. Are you Stay real stressed. Fans? Real fans go to Shark Con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Abby, thank you. That was some really good stress. Do you feel? Good. I feel I'm sad that we're getting a podcast divorce, but like I feel good that I got. No, we're all gonna end up at goddamn shark. I know. know. (laughs) know. Guys, yeah, I know. Guys, you we're you guys are gonna be thinking about it, and you're gonna be like, you know what, Atlanta, we live here. It's not you know (laughs) whatever. We're like. ShartCon is in Florida by the beach by by Universal Studios by sharks by sharks by the shark ride by the shark ride. I have a feeling the shark ride at ShartCon is not what we think it's going to be. Oh, it's not going to be good, no. It's going to just, it's just probably just an inflatable side. Yeah. <laughs> Remember this part of Jaws? Oh, I, <laughs> I am the Muffin Man. All right. Jacob Walsh. You got some stress? I got a little bit of stress. So we, we've been talking about this a lot, and um, I went to Toys R Us today. Oh. And so we made a post on a you you made a post on on the Facebook page. You guys went to Toys R Us this past week, posted a picture of a closing, and there were there were some people that were like, "Hey, who gives a fuck?" God, I know. Yeah. But but I just want to say like, I went to Toys R Us today. And go. Yeah. Uh I went to Toys R Us and um so I I don't I walk in and the, the immediately the first thing that happens is the guy working walks up to me and I, and I guess maybe they recognize me or maybe they all just recognize my car. Oh right. Mm-hmm. And and uh he comes right up to me and he goes he's like, "Hey man, I I know you heard what ha- what's happening." <laughs> yeah. And I and I and I was just like, "Well, everybody knows that it's closing, so that's not a secret at this point. There's a giant there's <laughs> he's like, literally yeah, but no one knew us like you There's a 20-foot banner hanging that says going out of business, you know. And yeah. um but he goes, no, we just found out this morning. We got 10 days. Ooh, and I was God. like, whoa. 
Dude, that's I like thought, uh, that's like Armageddon when they find terminal. out that the, uh, yeah, the because asteroids I, have 15 days. Yeah. I thought that they were saying the Toys R Us stores were going to be open until like, what, June or July or something? Right, like right. it was going to be a long shutdown. So he said 10 days. I was like, oh, shit. This is probably my last time in Toys R Us for real this time. Not yeah. soon. You'll be there tomorrow. So I'm like, all right. So I'm walking around and then all the workers are packing shit up. They're like, they're taking, you know, usually you got, um, Cases that aren't opened yet are on the like shelves above. Right. Mm-hmm. They're taking all that shit down. They're loading them on carts, bringing it to the back. I heard one of the workers say, just start packing that stuff up and we'll send it back. They're just they're taking stuff off the shelves. Right. They're yeah. closing the store down like immediately. Dang. Um, and uh, so. But the thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit is we, we did have some people that are saying, like, who cares about Toys R Us? Like, right. Mm-hmm. And I kind of we it's weird because it's it, it sucks. They're like we have all these feelings that it's closing. It's been with us our whole lives. You know, we're like, you know, Toys R Us is closing. But also every time I think I go into Toys R Us, uh, I think I call you and complain about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure like I was in Books a Million this past week and Books a Million has a bigger NECA selection than my Toys R Us ever has. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, Toys R Us is going out of business because it's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going out of business because they kind of suck. Like, I, 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 yeah, I go into Toys R Us like two to three times a week. But how often am I actually buying shit at Toys R Us? It's not that often. And it's because I can find it everywhere else. It's I can get to it put cheaper. that giraffe out of his goddamn misery. It's just like and I don't like him anyway. It's it's just a weird feeling because you know most of the stuff we get at Toys R Us we can get at three or four other stores yeah. like yeah. I can go to SA I can go to and then I don't know if we mentioned this on the show but the week before Toys R Us was closing I went in there they had one of the big NECA Ninja Turtles and the price on it was eighty seven dollars which I thought was crazy. Because that's a good price for those. Right, like, those retail for about a hundred. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, like when, the four that I bought, I think I paid one twenty for them right. at like a, at a comic book store. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about what you pay a hundred to one hundred and twenty. And I was like, oh shit, it's a little cheaper. It's it's eighty seven here. The next week, Toys R Us is on is going out of business, right? Yeah, everything's ten percent off. I go in. And the price is now 120 on it. Oh, did somebody like? And I'm like, did they they like raise the price so the sale price isn't is cheap? I'm like, what is happening? That's such a weird thing to to see, you know. Well, add it to the list of things you hate about Toys R Us, Jake. It makes the going away process easier. No, it does. It does for real. It's like it it is gonna it is gonna be weird that I can't just walk into a Toys R Us anymore. But I but I think people are, are right. In like so what right. like let it let it go whatever so like, we, like, we can get that shit everywhere else. I like that that's your response to it because mine was like, Craig, we need to get like a piece of the wall and like break it up and send it to all of our listeners <laughs> so we can all have a piece yeah. of Toys R Us. Wait, I like I just, that idea. I'm so nostalgic <laughs> for it and like I like I need it. But yeah. also no, other stores. No, literally the saving grace of all this is other stores exist that carry as much product at better prices and probably more. Yeah. So no, there fuck is, it. There is, there is a nostalgia thing. Yeah. But I feel like besides that, Toys R Us is closing for a reason. And it's because it hasn't kept up, 
you know, the quality or I mean, the variety. Stock, yeah. They don't, yeah, there's not, Guys, they don't stock shit. The, the, like we, they're, we don't, we don't do serious talk here too much, mm-mm. but the fact is the CEOs and the presidents, the executives at Toys R Us all got like $30 million bonuses right before the bankruptcy went through. And now 30,000 people are losing their jobs. So, Dude. Fuck right. Fuck us. them. I'm right. just imagining it's... all the bad guys from, like, Gremlins 2 and, like, <laughs> Big. Yeah. I'm like, I just... Yeah, <laughs> just evil toy corporations. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck that. It's just, a, it's just a weird... It's just a weird situation. Because it's like, on one hand, you want to be like, oh, no, Toys R Us. But then on the other hand, like, you think about all the times you go in there and they're disappointed with it. It's like whatever. Yeah, Why, I we care. hardly ever buy. Like very rarely do we walk out of a Toys R Us having bought something. There, there's a there's a lot of times that I'll go in there and I will be like, I'll go in there looking for something specifically NECA, and I will leave and then go to Fye and book yeah. them and buy it at one of those places because yeah. they will have it. Yeah. You know, it's the only thing I consistently get from Toys R Us is like the mystery stickers. For like twenty five cents, but and I oh. always hate them. So yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck Toys R Us. Um, fuck that. That being said, today at Toys R Us, everything was uh, forty to forty five percent off. Oh, okay. So I was like, you know what? If this is my last time, I better buy. I better find something in here to buy. You and uh, yeah, they had one Ghostbuster figure on the shelf, which was Lewis Tully, uh-huh. and I was like. I, if it's my last time in a Toys R Us, I have to buy a Ghostbuster toy. Like it's yeah. fitting, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, they also had um, they had a few other like NECA things. They had some of the Alien stuff. Nothing like super exciting, but they did have um, a few of the figures from the new Pacific Rim. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they had a few. They had a few of the Jaegers, which um, I don't love those. Like enough to buy them but the monsters i'm like i'll buy the monsters they had one monster figure it's like kind of in a big box the original price on it was 40 bucks okay mm-hmm. but it was over 40 percent off so I, I was able to get it for pretty cheap so i was like i'll buy it um and the second part to my stress is that this figure much like the movie itself is very disappointing <laughs> Oh, I know you love that movie, so um, you know. yeah, that that was I wanted. To, I I don't want to. I know you guys haven't seen it, so I don't know as far as spoilers. I won't like talk about any spoilers, mm-hmm. but um, Pacific Rim Two sucks. Is not good, Oof. and you know it's not Guillermo del Toro. Oof. It's it's just like you know the studio owns that movie that property now. They made a sequel, and I was like, if anything, it will have monsters fighting robots, which is fun. That's all I want to see. And unlike the first Pacific Rim, which like immediately starts off with monsters, there's no monster fights in this movie until over an hour in. And it's that's Jaws. Like, that's like a tragic. <laughs> no, that's not like the shut lead up. It's not like Jaws. It's like Jaws. It's yeah. not like Jaws. I'm gonna say that for everything now, no matter what. Like I'll be at line at Wendy's. The more like, that you say it's like Jaws, the more like it'll be Jaws. like Jaws. I'll be at line hey, at Wendy's. It's taking forever. It's like Jaws. When does the when does the chicken nuggets show up? Jake and I, Craig's getting so mad over here because we're we're we took your we took your joke. Tell me my joke. Tell me it'll be like here's what it is. You're gonna be at Wendy's. Yeah, and then this is like Jaws. Then that is what I was gonna say. So, but it was gonna be different. It's gonna be funnier. 
It's going to be like slightly different inflections. Yeah. I was going to be like, oh, this is like Jaws. Like Jaws. Fuck this podcast. Mine was better. Um, This figure. So since I got this figure for basically half off, it's fine. But if I would have paid 40 bucks for this thing, it's got four points of articulation. And and it's just like a flat paint job. And I was kind of surprised with how uh, little work was put into it. What company makes those specific rim figures? This is Bandai. These these aren't the same. NECA did the first movies figures. Okay. um, Which I I think I have a few of them. and, And they're fine. And... The Bandai, the 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 Jaegers, they looked great. You can see them through their box. Like the monster, you have to open the box to see it. The Jaegers are smaller, and they're you can see, you know, they have the plastic window, and you can see them. And I'm like, oh well, those look pretty good. But this monster is just, it seems like they they, they skipped. I don't know. They had a little uh, a little accident at the Bandai factory. They didn't I don't do know. It's just, it's just not great. It's just got like. The smallest amount of mobility possible. It moves at the shoulders and thighs of the arms and legs, and that's the only movement. You know what I mean? And like, oh, that's such that's, a bummer. That's rare for a figure these days, especially a figure that's forty dollars. So. Dude, even like, the, yeah, I picked up a. I'm sorry, continue. No, I was, I was gonna just, steal your Wendy's joke yeah, again. So. It's like Jaws. No, no, no I was gonna <laughs> say even um, the 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 newer Star Wars three and three fourth inch figures, people complain about the lack of articulation and those all have five points of articulation. Yeah. Are tiny little figures. So. Yeah. Right, I was going right. to say, I was really impressed with the teenage Groot and rocket figure that you actually picked up for me um, from infinity war. Like Groot's head can like go all the way around. It's really, it's like awesome. So hands move and yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah. So Fuck when it's man. not like that, it's a fucking bummer. Yeah. 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 Whatever. All right, fuck them. Sounds like we got some Toys R Us oh. resent. We're we're going Sorry. through the five stages of grief with Toys R Us. <laughs> it was shock, anger, yeah. and now now what are we? I at? wanted to make a it documentary. Was, I don't know. There was sadness, and sadness. now it's just like get it the fuck out of here. Resentment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah tomorrow it's going to be Jake standing in front of Toys R Us in a storm like uh, Lieutenant Dan during the Hurricane and Forest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or uh, Bill Paxton. So we've talked. Never mind. We've talked about it before. I almost went on a twister ramp, but you know what? We don't have time for that because it's time for my stress. Jake, yeah. do you have any other stress? stress? Do it. Oh, I'm good. Craig. I want to hear your stress. Yeah, Craig, what are you stressed about? This is what I'm stressed about. As everybody knows, recently Hasbro launched their very first ever crowdfunding campaign for a brand new toy, Jabba the Hutt's barge. Mm-hmm. It's going to be part of the vintage collection of the the re-release of the vintage collection for Star Wars. And basically the whole concept was people in the Star Wars collecting community have been begging and pleading for like top of the line out of this world really cool play sets for a long time. But Hasbro couldn't justify making something so big and expensive and putting it in retail because you all know how that stuff will just sit on the shelves. Nobody will buy it. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody knows what was going on. My stress is, I fucking bought it. <laughs> you yeah, bought I, the barge. I, know. Huh? I bought the barge. Yeah. I wow. bought it. In a fit of fear of missing out, I bought the barge. 
I mean, I think it was a good investment. I knew you were going to buy the barge. You kept talking about it. I've been talking about it for a while. So basically, yeah, you to, adjusted some stuff. So I feel like could. blah 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 is not really the details that people want because I just realized that's what I did. The very I just yada yada the best part basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so essentially, Hasbro uh, launched this campaign uh, around Toy Fair this year. They announced, "Hey, if we can get five thousand pre-orders, we will put the barge." into production it is a giant playset. it is four feet long it is two and a half feet tall 13 pounds comes with exclusive job of the hut action figure exclusive power of the force yak face figure it was looking like they weren't going to hit it they weren't even close to being halfway done with it like three weeks ago and slowly but surely people started ordering that barge because people like me had that fear of missing out and they ended up doing 8810 out of 5,000. So, almost 9,000 people dropped $500 on this thing. I'm one of them. My lovely wife, Abigail Gardner, and I celebrated by drinking fancy sodas and telling my parents that we're having a barge. We clinked. (laughs) We We had sodas on the porch. It was nice. Uh, So, as a a Star Wars collector and as a toy collector, I'm I'm very excited. Uh, I realized that it's really cool to be able to do something like that and... Next February, I will receive the fruits of my labor. I guess my stress out of all this is that I do have to wait until next February to get this purchase. Uh, so I'm just excited. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited because there's a, an exclusive work booklet uh, with the making of that I'm going to get next week. Uh, and yeah, Jake, I know you have feelings on this thing. Uh, I don't, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Jake's I mean, anti-barge. He's been anti-barge from the start. Are you anti-barge? It seems like a weird, uh, like they're gonna make something that big and that expensive. Don't like. Don't you think they could have picked something cooler than Jabba's barge? That just. I, like I don't it. know. I, you, not- I mean, obviously you guys like it, and that's great. But that just seems like a weird thing to. I think, like from a from a. I think people in the Star Wars collecting community, this is like one vehicle they've been asking for forever that's always kind of been like pipe dream. It's never going to happen. Like this is for the hardcore Star Wars fans. Um, I think the bigger thing, and this is what I was talking about in group therapy, is that forget what it is. Forget that it's even Star Wars. This actually sets a precedent for really cool collectibles to be released by companies that we never would get otherwise. Now, we all know Mattel tried this with an Ecto-1 a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. it failed absolutely miserably. So you were investing in the future? I'm investing in the future of toys, is what I'm doing. While Toys R Us shuts its doors, I say, toys are here to stay. Here's money. Give me my barge. I like the bigness of it. Like it's I'm excited about the display factor and the exclusivity of it, and I thought it was really fun to be a part of that like last-minute push to buy something that... You didn't know if it was going to happen or not. Right. And the, I'm, in, the, I'm also surprised that the goal was exceeded because... Yeah, I was looking away. The other thing I'm really excited about is that um, it will have like the vintage Star Wars packaging. And I've recently started dabbling in vintage Star Wars collecting. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a dark rabbit hole. I know I can't afford it. And I know there's a good chance that... <laughs> Star Wars Celebration will be even more fun when we go if we're collecting vintage Star Wars like Kenner figures. Yeah, True. probably. Yeah. But I will say I wasn't completely irresponsible. To fund the barge, I did sell uh, my Star Wars Celebration uh, oh. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. It's, so, it's, so, it's full circle. It's full circle. Yeah. 
I also made a lot of money on that thing because we only yeah. paid twenty five. That thing's gone up in value. So I think I'm still in mine too. I've yeah. been thinking about it. If you have, if you happen to have the Luke Skywalker Star Wars Celebration 2017 exclusive Black Series figure in X wing pilot uniform, it's worth about two hundred fifty bucks. So go ahead and sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much did we pay for that thing? Twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my only regret is that we didn't buy the limit, which I think was like five each. Oh, dang. Oh, yeah. Dude, Jake, if I would have had five of those things, I'd be buying you a barge. Because <laughs> to, to wrap when, up my – to wrap Did up you this, say – when's that thing supposed to be coming? Like I mean it's, it's, it's a far off thing, February. right? February. Well, it's not February. until February. They're basically making it now. Now that they've – We're going to get a booklet. We're getting a booklet. Right. And that's a, just as Well, that would be cool. No, booklet, booklets are fun. Like booklets booklet. are fun. Now, Jake. I back know, that barge up. You get, Abby had a whole thing. song about it. He's a big, fine woman. Won't you back that barge up? Okay, <laughs> sorry. Now I have to leave the podcast. I'm fired. All right, cool. So Abby's leaving. Um, Jake. Yo. I know you better than anybody. I feel like I yeah. know you. I Probably. feel like I can answer all these questions. Uh-huh. So just answer these yes or no. <laughs> a, did you order the barge? No. I knew you were going to say that. I assumed as right. much because he All was right. just shit talking right. the barge. B. Is it something you would have ever gotten? No. No. C. Do you think five hundred dollars for an item I'm not getting till next February is too much money? No. Ooh, I didn't know that one. This is all leading. To I my, I've my, done. I've done. I have done spent that. more on something that I wasn't going to get for a year. Right. So it's fine. now. Now here's the last I question. Kinda. I know where this is going. Uh-huh. Jake. Yeah. When you walk into the house and you see that barge, is there going to be one little teeny part of you that goes, I kind of want that barge? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, cool. I think so. I okay, think cool. the sheer size of it is going to be like, oh. Yeah, I'll buy anything that that's that. If this, you, hey, that's what I'm excited about. I, I feel like I'm going to be like, oh, this is dumb, but I want it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which is the essence of being a toy collector. Also, right, I feel right. like just like that Luke figure, I think it's going to appreciate because it's like. Yeah, yeah, because there's a cap on them. So, well, that's my other stress. If that thing gets delivered and they're going for like three grand on eBay, I'll be like, "We're buying something else. This barge is leaking down." <laughs> Aren't there? I think people are already listing them on eBay, right? Like, yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what I'm because wow, it's the same. Really? Mm-hmm. So you know, like, okay, so you know, like, wait, does that you can't buy them anymore? No, they're like, done. is it done? Mm-hmm. It's done, and it's never going to be released again in retail. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, you know, like when Mike Mitchell has <clears throat> print, prints on Mondo, and it's limited time only. And yeah. they're like sixty bucks, and the second the sale's over, people are on eBay like, "I should have bought one, three hundred dollars." Just yeah. right, I missed right. out. Yeah. So yeah, people. Yeah, if you're missing out, is real. It sucks. <clears throat> cool. So we've gone long on stress. That's my stress. This is some good stress. It's time for the fuck budget. Are you guys ready to fuck? Yes. Let's That's do not it. what I meant to say. I am always ready to fuck. There we go. There's the <laughs> quote of the week. Abigail Gardner. All right. New T-shirt. Always Hate ready it. to fuck. Mm-hmm. Budget. Okay. So it's time for the fuck budget, the part of the show where we uh, take five topics going on in pop culture, media. I'm losing my voice already. And uh, Jake and Abigail decide how many fucks they want to allocate. How much do they care about each topic? They have 10 fucks total. They must budget them appropriately because if you run out of fucks, what happens, Ab? Um, You don't have any fun. <laughs> you don't have any fun. And there's a song. 
Okay. About being all out of fucks. Is this I'm all out of fucks. I'm so fucked without you. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, uh, speaking of songs, I've been meaning to do do this for two months. Jake, thanks for writing the Yes Have Some theme music that plays before each episode. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. For those of you who don't know, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I wrote that for a for some sort of show that at one point we were making. Hey, we are still making it, and the oh. edit was happening. Tell tell them. Yeah, it's happening, man. It's happening. Hey. We're doing cool. it. Cool. Yeah. All right. But I do thank you for that, Jake. The song that you hear it was during, fun. during our intro. After, So the intro, you have the intro, and then it has a little Huey Lewis, and then it has a Jacob Walsh original. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I love it. Yeah, that's what I'm it is. It it's pretty cool. All, all right. It's time for the fuck budget. I don't give a fuck. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Five topics, allocate your fucks, have a little fun, and as always, we invite you to participate on Yes Have Some Group Therapy on Facebook. Let us know what you give a fuck about. Give us some ideas for next week's fuck budget. We want to make this an interactive experience for all. Having said that, it's time to fuck. I'm going to keep saying that. Topic one. It was announced this week that Halloween Horror Nights, which is the fantastic event at Universal Studios Hollywood and Orlando every Halloween that has themed haunted houses based on your favorite movies. Last year they did The Shining. A couple other ones. What were some of the other ones last year? There was a Scarecrow House. There was Bloom House. Yeah, there was Evil Dead. Ash vs. Evil Dead. So they do all these haunted houses, and it was announced the first one for this year. There is going to be a Stranger Things haunted house at Halloween Horror Nights. A lot of alliteration there. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the Stranger Things house at Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios, Abigail Gardner... How many fucks do you give? I give one fuck to this particular bit of news. I watched like the little video they had up. I think what was it? A bloody disgusting article. I'm pretty sure had that video. Um, and yeah, it looks cool. I liked Stranger Things. Um, I didn't love the second season. And honestly, the reason I don't give more than one fuck, which I probably would give two or even three if they were including season two and if they were to somehow tie in like the Ghostbusters like the uh, the stage show and like I don't know somehow like implement that in the God that would Stranger be amazing it's like season two world like yeah I don't know how to, how they would do that but yeah I would give more fucks if that was happening but I I still care and I'm excited because we went for the first time last year and it was a total blast so I'm excited to go back and the more that like you know about a house or if you've seen the movie it makes it like a better experience so right. I'm excited to see right. that so. I imagine if you're going through the Shining house and you've never seen the Shining you're like what the fuck. Actually, speaking of that, this is way off topic, but kind of on topic. I talked to a guy at work, and he saw Ready Player One, and he's never seen The Shining, and he was oh, really Jesus. confused about that entire. Oh. That, he was like, "I've never seen The Shining. I mean, it, it felt cool." Yeah, but also <laughs> kind of. I was like, "Ooh, like you're missing out, man." Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Jacob. Yo. When it comes to the Halloween Horror Nights Stranger Things house, how many fucks do you give? Um, I also gave it one fuck, and I. Uh, I love Halloween Horror Nights and I think it's really fun. And I also really like the first season of Stranger Things. But I just think that it's not that's not really a surprising pick for a haunted house. And it also um, Stranger Things is not scary. You know, there's it's not like I mean, it's like spooky. It's like kids spooky. Right. There's nothing scary in it. It's not going to make a scary haunted house. I don't I, I don't exactly know 
um, what, what they're going to do there. Demogorgons will pop out from every corner. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be gonna stuff be. like that. And it's fine. It's fine. It will be like a fun one, but yeah, it's just not, it's not surprising, nor is it like scary. So hey, what if one of the rooms is just made of waffles? That's, and they pour, and they pour <laughs> syrup on you. That's why I wish they'd do That'd season be great, two. You yeah. could make that big waffle stack that like uh, Eleven and what's his name <laughs> makes. Oh, that looks so Oh, good. you know what would be really scary? Whip cream. You walk in and it's just like that seventh episode of season two. You're just you're just on the streets of Chicago. God. And it's like a bad X-Men uh, New Mutants ripoff. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That'd be just cool. like a bunch of pretentious like uh, like anarchist kids walking around with a lot of eyeshadow. Yeah. I hate that. I can't yeah. deal with that. Cool. So, are we still at one fuck now? So, one fuck. So, one fuck, I might like downgrade to zero, but no, one. Cool. I give it one, one fuck. One fuck each. Cool. That's it. Moving on. Keeping with the theme of theme parks. Didn't mean to do that, but I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. There is rumors going around in the theme park world that there is going to be a brand new park opening at Universal Studios Florida. Obviously, they've got a water park right now, plus Universal, plus Islands of Adventure. There is rumors of a new park opening that is going to be themed with a property. Now, the two leading rumors are that it could either be a Mario World theme park or a Lord of the Rings theme park. When it comes to a brand new theme park of either of those two properties, Jacob Walsh. Yeah. How many fucks do you give? I gave this three fucks um, because Universal is it's it's fun. It is the best park like Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. It, I would rather go to that than Disney almost every time. It, it's just got some of the best stuff. Right. If they're going to expand to me, that's great. Even if it's like, so out of the two, um, Mario world, I'm not like super big into, you know, Mario and video games, but who hasn't played Mario? Like I think if it's Mario world, it's still going to have some fun stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I would still be excited about it. Lord of the Rings would be amazing. I yeah. like that would be I would be super into a Lord like if they do like what they've done with Harry Potter but with Lord of the Rings that would be great. Yeah. Um but I'm also uh this the article that you linked says, you know, it, it could be possible that it's not themed at all and it could be partly themed and still have other rides and they said that there's a there's been a, a rumor of a new like Jurassic World type ride coming in so <laughs> There's there's a lot of options of what it could be, but no matter what, I'm excited for Universal to expand. Cool. I've got some uh, thoughts on that too, but Abigail. Well, you're going to have to wait. Hey. <laughs> Abby. Yes. How many fucks do you give about a new theme park Well, Universal? first of all, I need Jake to quit copying off me because I, I also give three fucks about Jake, this. when you said three fucks, she winced. Oh! I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, I said three fucks. The Lord of the Rings park sounds amazing. Yeah. If they were to, be, yeah, if that were to be like the Harry Potter world where they have like, like Gandalf's like a smoke shop, like a vape shop, or like if they were, Gandalf's I, I know vape shop. I love. That. I do too. I was thinking about that, and also the food from the Lord of the Rings. Like uh, Tolkien, like he loves writing about like really delicious pies and like stews. And I feel like wherever like the the commissary area would be like amazing, and they'd probably have really good restaurants and like really cool visuals and i would love to explore that world or like mario that's fine too um i would definitely i imagine the rides would be super imaginative and probably exciting for that um yeah i give three fucks because i'm super duper excited about the idea of another park um i love going to theme parks with you guys and it's just it's something we do it's like a huge part of our life so uh i all the jurassic world thrill ride would be like 
a huge bonus. I would love to see that. Um, I hope that's real. I hope it comes true. And yeah, I give three fucks about this. Might be the thing I was most excited about amongst this this fuck budget. So yeah, I was really excited too. I think a it's probably a foregone conclusion that there will be another park. Um, just because the expansion they did with all the Hogwarts stuff has been very successful, and there's no reason if they have the land, like yeah, just keep building. People will go. They'll make tons of money. I kind of like the idea of not having it be just one theme. Like yeah, I, same. I'd, I'd rather have a park with like a Lord of the Rings. Area. The way it is, the way it is now, like maybe right. a section of Lord of the Rings. Because and, yeah, uh, like the Shire. Don't you kind of think that if they're going to do this, they're going to want more, like connect more Harry Potter stuff to? Well, that was that was part talk? of the article said yeah. that they yeah. might that Ministry there's another magic. yeah. So yeah, maybe they'll do that too. Um, obviously more draft. Like here's my idea. All right, here's Craig's idea, and I hope the people at Universal are listening. Bring back and, the Jaws, right? Well, this hold, hold on. Mm-hmm. All right, listen. It's like Dude, Jaws. Dude, they should have a nostalgia week. Or God oh, damn! Am I going all with, of you? Oh, <laughs> original fucking thought. I, all, I didn't know that that was going to be your thought. I was thinking about that today too, though. I was like, they should bring them all back. We're in the fucking nook. We are the people spending the money. We're their demographic, and that's what we want. So why don't they bring them back? My idea is for a park called. Classic Universal Studios. Ooh, I like that. And it is nostalgia-themed and based on older properties that have either had rides that have gone away or rides Mm -hmm. that never existed based on classic properties. Oh, man. That's a a great idea, and and that's something that um, I wouldn't doubt something like that happening at some point because that is the way the world is right. becoming, you know like, what I mean? You have Jaws, you have Back to the Reinvigorate Future. Reinvigorate it. Like a new yeah. Back to the Future ride, a new Ghostbusters show, a new Jaws right. ride. Like, like make <sighs> it make it up to date, but like with classic properties. And then, yeah. dude, you put that Bill and Ted show over there. Dude, it's like, <laughs> like, that show might be reinvigorated anyway. So, <laughs> so all of, I, sorry. Now, Back to the, let's say we're just let's say you're given the option Lord of the Rings versus Mario, I think you got to go Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. I, I think agree. there's a lot you could do with Mario and Nintendo, and I think it would be fun. But I also think it runs the risk of being like the Simpsons area, which is yeah. kind of cool too, but not very breathtaking. Right. Yeah. Too almost le- less detail and less of that lived in thing because fucking like Hogwarts when we were there when you're walking around like Diagon Alley late at night and it's like. It, it feels like you're actually there, especially when it's really empty. And, yeah. like, I like all the detail and stuff. And to have that with, like, Tolkien's world would be extremely cool. Right. Because what happens is, like, the Simpsons area, now that it's, you know, eight, nine years old or whatever, it just feels kind of run down and dingy. And all the bright colors are kind of fading, like, with to- 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 with Tolkien. That's what Tolkien. I call him. With, like, Tolkien and Lord of the Rings, there's just so much you could do. You could do some really cool rides. And, God, just get Peter Jackson involved in, like, the design, like, all I'm saying is do it. Fucking do it. Um, are there any other properties that you think would make cool uh, themed lands? Or is that is that is it just Lord of the Rings or Jurassic Park? <laughs> I, mean, I want to see an Overlook Hotel ride because after watching Ready Player One, I was like, it feels like a ride. So Just a Ready Player One theme park? It's just everything except for Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, I'm excited. So we'll keep everybody up to date on that as well. As Toys R Us closes... New theme parks pop up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, you know, it's like uh, balance. It's the force. It's the force. It's like the, the last Jedi. Yeah. Speaking of the force, 
Uh, Simon Pegg was on a podcast recently talking about his involvement with uh, Star Wars. Obviously, Simon Pegg is a self-proclaimed Star Wars mega fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was involved... Uh, well, he was in The Force Awakens playing... Oh, God, I can't think of the character's name. Uh, the jo- Portions. Yeah, Platt, Uncarved un- yeah. Platt or yeah. something. Yeah, Platt. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. he was... Uh, the the one making the deal for the portions. Um, that's mine. That's what he that said. Portal portion. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. The guy who's uh, raised dad. No, Uncar yeah. Plutt. There you go. So on Jakku. Anyway, so there was this interview with him, and he was kind of talking about all things Star Wars. One of the interesting things he was talking about was how being so closely involved with it, it didn't mean as much to him. Like he actually was talking about the first time he saw Force Awakens, he felt kind of sad and down. Yeah, it made Which, me sad reading that. It made me sad too, but. Listen, I know that... Also, fuck you. You were in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Uh, I know He's like, yeah, it was kind of sad because I got to like contribute and create. I'm oh, like, oh yeah. I'm so oh, sad, I feel ba- Simon I feel Pegg. bad for Simon Pegg. Oh, yeah. dude, I'm so sorry they valued your opinion and let it affect the story. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, kinda, I can relate, though. Like, listen, there's no way that... The big thing about watching these movies is the surprise factor, right? So when you know some of the surprises, it takes a little bit away. But also, mm-hmm. like Jake said, fuck you. Anyways, so the fuck budget has nothing to do with that. What he said was that J.J. Abrams' plans for Ray's parents and her lineage were different than what was executed in Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi. When it comes to Ray's parents and whether or not they are nothing, nobody, or somebody. Abigail Gardner, how many fucks do you give? I give exactly, I have to check, one conflicted fuck. I have to <laughs> check my notes. Sounds like prom night. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hey, by the way, can I just say one thing? I yeah. want to jump in here and say one yeah. thing. We, we did skip something. I, and I'm guess, I guess we'll come back to it. Oh, we did. Sorry about that. But I'm it's fine. Come we'll back come to back that. to it. Are Sorry you doing that. the fun thing where you jump around? Yet? I didn't mean to. You doing crisscross? I'm doing crisscross. Okay. We'll come back to that one. Got it. This is the third on the fuck budget. Uh, yeah, I gave it one fuck. Um, I'm on. I'm so back and forth on the Last Jedi. We were watching like the, what is that? It was like the package, like the director and the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Which is like a huge, like long thing about the making of the movie. And I was back and forth that whole time on whether I liked it, whether I wanted to go back and watch it, whether I wanted to just say fuck this movie. I'm never going to watch it again. <clears throat> but then at other moments I was like, oh, I, you know, I like this. Um, but one of the main things, oh, the other thing I was going to say is I felt like um, Mark Hamill the entire time because he seemed so, like, uncool with the the direction that Ryan Johnson took with his character. And I just, I, I, defin- I, I identified with that and I felt like there was, I, okay, I, I wanted to talk to him more about, like, why he was bummed out, but I gave... One fuck to this because I did. I was let down by the fact that Ray was not her lineage wasn't like important and that she was nobody. I know some people found that to be inspirational or cool or a really interesting directive choice. I was dissatisfied by it because I think that if you're going to invest in characters, you should. It's cool to tie characters to other characters that you care about. That's like Stephen King's whole thing with like where you have a connected universe. So I felt like I wanted Ray to have a connection to somebody, and that was important to me. And I was bummed out by that. So. If the next movie, if J.J. Abrams is going to come in and make that, uh, like, tie that loose end up and have that be a huge shocker, like, a, a thing that we didn't see coming where we were maybe, like, um, you know, it was a... It would be cool if it became important is what I'm saying. So I give it one fuck. But also, I don't know. I feel so weird about the whole thing in general. So. Yeah. Jake, what about you? 
Um, Abby, I also gave it one fuck. Jake, were we like cheating off each other? You guys are like Kylo Ren and Ray, two halves of one it, hole. <laughs> I also gave it one fuck, but I so I didn't care as much about the fact that her parents turned out to be nobodies. Um, I I I did think it was like pretty obviously set up to be Luke Skywalker. But it didn't that part didn't bum me out. I do also have feelings about the film in general. The thing that kind of makes me like a little uh, I don't want to say angry, but like the thing that's confusing to me is just the fact that when you're making a trilogy, they're making they're making a clear new trilogy when they when they made the first film, if they already had ideas that were like, this is what it needs to be. It doesn't need to be like, they shouldn't be letting the next director come in and completely change whatever he wants to change. Mm-hmm. They should, from the start, if J.J. Abrams had said, okay, this is who Ray's parents are going to be. Golly. It's not going to be revealed in my film, but this is what needs to happen. It needs to be one cohesive thing. Right. They can't be having someone else come in and be like, I want to make Star Wars my thing, yeah. and then just fuck it up. Like, just... Yeah. No, that's what everyone expects. So let me just change everything. Yeah. That that's not that's not playing, you know, that's not like that's not being a team player. That's like being selfish and being like just fucking shit up because now since JJ Abrams is coming back, he if he if he wants it, he either has to like basically bend to somebody else's changing of the rules or whatever or he has to come up with some bullshit thing to make up to like negate what he yeah, said. Yeah. And that pisses me off because there should have uh, been a clear vision for it. Like, it should have been enforce it should have been enforce enforce awakens is f- f- the fucking one of if not the best Star Wars films. It is. I don't care. It yeah. it's fucking Hot amazing. Takes. Here it goes. It's my favorite. And and it's followed by something that is one of my least favorite. It's got some great stuff in it, but it whenever does. it does whenever I think it. it does, but every time someone brings it up or someone's like, Hey, let's watch like the first thing that pops in my head is not, you know, how much I like Yoda. It's how disappointed I am overall in a as a film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's just weird to me to have like, to let somebody who, whoever's above, like whoever the boss is, Kathleen, Kathleen, Kennedy. Kennedy, Kathleen Kennedy. she should have been like, whenever they sat down and they came up with the plot for the first film, I'm sure they had like an end game for certain plot lines. And it should have been like, this is, that's gotta be the same. This has gotta be the same. We can't yeah. go changing shit. And that's what happened. Like and, and it's, skeleton. and there's yeah, proof of that really from this, this, from Simon Pegg, and that just bums me out. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, I obviously liked Last Jedi more than mm-hmm. both of you. Uh, it's not perfect. Most movies aren't. There's a couple things in there that are a little weird, um, as far as like the side story, Rose, DJ, Canterbury, all that stuff. Um, the I fact have, that we have a Star Wars character named DJ. That's <laughs> one thing I want to talk about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's a little weird. Uh, the the, all the Ray and Luke stuff, where Luke's positioning, the fact that he's a broken uh, person, like I have no issue with any of that because I think it, it makes I think it makes his redemption. Uh, I I wouldn't I didn't want to see Luke Skywalker. like here I am, I'm Luke Skywalker, the the Luke you remember, Mister Optimus. Like I didn't want to see that. I like the conflict. 
I do think that I agree with Jake in that it's a little strange to have each director kind of doing their own thing, mm-hmm. possibly negating the plans that were either going to be laid out before or after. And one of the rumors about why Colin Trevorrow left episode nine was that he fundamentally was disagreeing with the decision to kill Luke off at the end. Mm-hmm. He was basically like, I need Luke in the story that I'm planning. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you're not going to get him. So there was a giant creative difference there. Mm-hmm. What does J.J. Abrams do with all of this? I think the next movie is going to be great. I think there's going to be some fan service. I think that there's going to be some sort of clever way to not negate Ray's parents, but also maybe open the door to maybe there is more to the story. I do not believe that they're dead uh, in the desert, junk traders. I do think Kylo Ren was manipulating her. I do think that Kylo Ren and Ray are two halves of one whole. I think that Anakin Skywalker is not the answer to the prophecy who will bring balance to the Force. I think Rey and Kylo Ren collectively are the ones who will bring balance to the Force. Mm-hmm. And I think that J.J. Abrams is probably the right person to tell Preach. that story. So, having said all that, yeah. I it does bum me out. That's my fucking yeah. shit. It's just weird, right? It's just yeah. weird. It's just, yeah. It is weird. Yeah. Star Wars always felt like infallible and untouchable, so it's weird to see it go through stuff. Until <laughs> the Phantom Menace came out. Oh God! It's like we forget. We forget. It's all because the Force Awakens like did something to us. It yes. was so yeah. perfect. Something yeah. awakened in me. It something did. All right. Not Moving on. Ray in that movie. So. so we have a complete tie in the fuck budget right now. We're gonna get going here. It was not announced, but kind of leaked out this week that there is going to be a 10-part limited series based on Stephen King's The Stand that will be on part of CBS uh, CBS's streaming service. And uh, obviously there's a lot of Stephen King stuff going on right now. We're getting the sequel to It, The Tommyknockers, Pet Cemetery. When it comes to the 10-part miniseries for The Stand possibly being released in the next couple years, Abigail Gardner, how many fucks do you give? I give two fucks Uh, because it's Stephen King. Obviously I care enough to give two fucks. I think that's a decent amount. I haven't read the stand. I have like both copies on my shelf and I was thinking about it today and I think I want to get to it. Um, I, I was excited to hear that there, I mean, it's not, I mean, there's a lot of Stephen King stuff that's being made. So it's like, okay, cool. Another thing. The thing about this that has me concerned though, is that it's like a weird, like CBS all access thing. So it's like an, online thing well it's where they is that it, i had it's to like their up. pay service it's where they do star trek discovery okay well. yeah exactly so it's just because of that because it's not like just standard like oh it's just for tv or it's a movie and it's a 10-hour thing i don't know there's a it gets you a little bit stressed i feel a little stressed a little also because i haven't read it and i want to and it's like 820 something pages so it's one of those big ones i gotta get to so how many fucks was that two fucks two fucks jacob walsh how many fucks do you give i hate to tell you but i'm pretty sure Abby, we have tied this week's fuck budget because I also gave it to. Did you read on Wikipedia that Ben Affleck almost did uh, his own version of The Sand? Because I didn't. I was like, what? Ooh, I want to watch that. God, I didn't. He but didn't yeah, because he took too. the role of Batman, and that was the one moment ever in my life where I was grateful that Bat- Ben Affleck took the role of Batman. Because like, wow, that's he amazing. Fuck the stand up. Um, the book I haven't read. I'm glad I didn't fuck it up. So, um, I gave. I gave it two. I, I also have not read The Stand, but I have seen the original uh, miniseries, and I know, you know, like, the, the plot, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and um, 
I know that the stand is one of usually when you hear people talk about like Stephen King's best books, you either hear it, the dark tower series or the stand. Like those are the three that people, Gerald's you know, generate. <laughs> Gerald's yeah. Those are the, um, I love Gerald's. saying it those are, those are the, <laughs> it's, the, it's the funnest, right? Yeah. Um, Family favorite. <laughs> you know, so, so I'm excited that it's going to be done as a 10 part seat. Cause you know, it's super long and, that seems the right way to do it. But yeah, like I have the exact same, uh, you know, worry about it that you do, Abby, is that it's like CBS all access. Like then I had to Google CBS shit. all access. I was like, yeah, what the like fuck what the f- people watch that. That's weird. But Why I'm glad it that if it's yeah. getting made, that's how it's going to be made. So yeah. I gave it two fucks. Yeah. Same reason. It's got one of those crazy long troubled productions of like it almost being made. How can they make it kind of thing? for? Yeah. I mean, my, my thing is this. I think that I feel like under the dome was on CBS and like that show was like, okay or whatever. But yeah. like anytime you under talk, the, under the dome sucked. Uh, yeah. I remember wanting to like, did it you watch it? Did you watch it? Was, I, 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 watched, I watched like the first season. I gave up on it, but I, yeah. I, I'd never read the book, but I, from what I hear, it was way different from the book. Yeah. I think anytime you're talking about like a 10 part limited series, if that's not followed with HBO, Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, like I get worried when I hear CBS, you know, cause it just God. feels like this may be the stand is like, it's a beloved book. I've never read it, but I know that it is kind of the magnum. I think opus. you and I have both read like the first couple chapters. Well, probably that's, right. That's every book. Is that, okay. Do we even need to mention it? Yeah. No, we don't. Yeah. So nope. moving on. Mm hmm. We've tied in the fuck budget. It's now time to move on to the last... Neck and neck. We're neck and neck. Who's going to win? You can't win a fuck We're budget. We're necking. We're necking now. Mm-hmm. Bill and Ted 3. Jake. Mm-hmm. Well... Entertain- well, Entertainment Weekly this week had the reunions article, or the reunion special. Alex Winter, Keanu Reeves, the original writers, all talking about the beloved Bill and Ted movies. They gave an update. An update. They gave an update on Bill and Ted 3, which is the most significant information we've gotten. It's written. They've got a director. They're trying to line up financing. When it comes to Bill and Ted 3 being very close to being a reality, how many fucks do you give? Well, I gave it three. Jake, gave it shut all... the fuck up! <laughs> I gave it, I gave it all I had left. Because, you know, first of all, we've talked about Bill and Ted 3 before. It's It's one of those things that's very much like Ghostbusters three for a long time where you hear they, they've literally been talking about Bill and Ted three, every chance they get. And even the stuff that's out now, it's like, yeah, we're, we think we're a month away from having concrete. Like you think that means you don't have any, like it's still, it still sounds like bullshit. Just like we want it to happen, but no one else wants it to happen. Mm -hmm. But I want Bill and Ted three to happen. I I love Bill and Ted one and two, and two is one of the it's one of my favorite weird fucking sequels of all time. Yeah, and both of like Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves are both like they're both fun, and Keanu Reeves is like turned into just like this weird. He's such a weird actor who's got all this you know weird history with him, and uh, I fucking want to see a Bill and Ted three, especially because like they said, William Sadler is like yeah, I'll come back as death. Yes. I want to see that. I don't care what the plot is. I don't care how bad it might end up being. I, I fucking want to see it. Right. Yeah. Have a go. 
I give uh, Bill and Ted three exactly three fucks, just like Jake. They should call it that. Yeah, dude, when you have three fucks left to give, and there's a possible Bill and Ted three coming out, you give it all your Bill and Ted three fucks. Three fucks. Bill and Ted Um, three fucks. Just the the proposed title is Bill and Ted Save the Music. Face the Music. Face the Music. Face the Music. music. And we've talked about it before. It's basically them. The plot is that they are now in their 50s and they haven't saved the world yet and inspired Mm -hmm. the world to be excellent to each other, and they're facing the harsh reality that they got to do it sooner rather than later. Their kids don't respect them. Mm-hmm. So they go back in time, I guess, again, to uh, to face the music. Yeah. Um, I love that idea. And I would love to see them. They both look great. And yeah, I love the Keanu Reeves lore. I've been a huge fan of his. And I just saw these movies for the first time, like over the last year. And they had a huge impact on me. They're all fresh them. to you. Yeah, they're super fresh. And I super duper want to see them come back. So uh, we're, we're kind of in a Bill and Ted renaissance right now. The Mondo just released the original Bill and Ted soundtrack on vinyl. And we yep. missed out. We all missed it's out. It sold out it sold quick. out very quickly. Um, and I think the thing about it is, is like, listen, it's nostalgia. It's a movie that it's like got a cult following. It's and, positive. And also, it's got a good feeling. The original stars want to do it, mm-hmm. so just let them do it for yeah. once in our life. Let it happen. Yeah. Don't Ghostbusters <laughs> this thing. God. <laughs> Don't reboot it. Oh no 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 no. Just let it happen. God. Yeah. The last thing we need is. Tammy and Laura's excellent bodacious adventure. Fuck no, but I want this movie to start with them like appearing at the show at is it Universal? Oh, the, yeah. yeah, I want them to like somehow, I don't know. Like they movie. like they show up. Yes. It it should start with like the real Bill and Ted showing up at the and Bill and Ted. It and being so bummed out at how bad it is and then being like we got to fix this. Yeah. It's like they show up in another dimension where Bill and Ted is a movie. Yeah. yeah. Although I will say this, if it comes out and it's not that good. The headline for my review is going to be Mild Stallions. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the name of this episode. That's my, that's my backup plan. Um, that's good. Yeah, I want to see, see some Bill and Ted 3. I mean, yeah, Jesus me Christ, why not? Now, speaking of, we're about to wrap this up. We, we covered a lot of ground. Uh, it, you know, We talked about Steven Spielberg last week. He's going to be doing the new Indiana Jones. It is going to be Harrison Ford's last Indiana Jones movie. And the mm-hmm. rumor is, is that he will possibly be passing the torch to a female mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works, but... I think Indiana still works. He, he just has to... That's the plot of the fifth Indiana Jones. He has to find a younger female who's also named Indiana Jones. No, I think they changed it. I think it's uh, Indiana Jones will be passing the torch to, like, Rashida Jones. Oh, oh wait, I want to watch that. I would watch that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, me She's too. just like, guys, please... Mm-hmm. Uh, so cool. So Bill and Ted, fuck budget. You guys had a complete tie. Ten and fucks and ten fucks. Yeah. I don't think that's ever happened before. So no, I don't think we're, so. We're yeah. just making history over here at Guess House. So. Yep. Um, Every day. Yeah. Like I said, we covered a it's lot of ground. Stuff. Did you guys have anything else before we start wrapping this shindig up? <sighs> nope. Nah, just well, waiting on the barge. So we got the barge coming. Toys R Us is closing. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. It's sad. Oh, yeah. We can talk shit. We can say that. But, I mean, I'm going to miss it. So, yeah. I want death from Bill and Ted to come get Jeffrey the giraffe. <laughs> Dude, that's what I was thinking when I was watching like- that. That, sorry. No, that special on uh, The Last Jedi. But, like, the speech that Luke gives about, like, how nobody really, like, leaves right disappears. I'm just imagining, like, Jeffrey coming back as, like, a force ghost. Yeah, force ghost I, the giraffe. Just hanging you- out. But you said that, Craig, and the first thing that popped in my head is like Jeffrey the giraffe challenging death to 
you know, best three out of five games, yeah. but like losing. Yeah, he just keeps losing. He, he just loses and has to go to hell. Yes. I, I want to hit my submarine. <laughs> God, am I about to watch Bogus Journey tonight? Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Ready. Listen. Thank you so much for listening. We have to remind you that the easiest way to get Yes Have Some every week is to subscribe. Whatever podcast app you use, whether it's iTunes, <laughs> I'm not going to do it with my fake Stitcher. Android. Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, whatever you use, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Let us come to you automatically every week. That way you don't have to worry about missing an episode, feeling left out. Because when you feel left out, you end up spending $500 on a bar. Oh, we don't want you to do that. Don't miss out. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. And of course, make sure you join the official Facebook discussion group for Yes Have Some Podcast, which is Yes Have Some Group Therapy, where you can have a lot of fun. Complaining about toys. Complaining about toys. On top of that, at YHS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter and yeshavesomecast.com. That's where you're going to find us. And that's where we live. After we yep. sign off in the podcast, we go into the ether that is the internet, and we remain there for one week, and then we come back to have fuck budgets with you guys. Mm-hmm. Jacob Walsh, anything else before we sign off? I'm done. Abigail Garner. I want to go into the ether. We're about to head to the ether. I get tired at the end of these episodes. I start saying things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also staring at a Heath Ledger Joker figure, and it's making me really sad. You want to go into the heather? What a go- <laughs> I do. I don't. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Nobody wants to do that. For Jacob Walsh and Abigail Gardner, my name is Craig Goldberg. This has been episode 93 of Yes Have Some Podcast. Just remember, if you want to give a fuck. You got 10 days to go to Toys R Us if you're Jake, so. (laughs) Actually, I feel like all, if you you have 10, by the time you listen to this, you got about a week to get into Toys R Us and say your goodbyes. Yeah. Don't be the guy who didn't call your relative right before they died. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Go Go, say something. Go visit them. Go talk to the people that are losing their jobs. Tell them even if you're not getting along, you know, even if you're not getting yeah. along, or yes. just even if you're mad, you should You'll reach feel out. Better. Yeah, reach out. Buy even something. if your new Pacific yeah. Rim figure has a bad paint job, you should still yeah. buy it. For the it's memories. still it's still super cheap, so it's yeah. fine. You're gonna want a good memory. So. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week on Yes Have Some. Have a great holiday. <laughs> there's no holidays. No, there's no holidays. There's no. But have a great week. Sure. See you next time. Bye. Night, y'all. Bye.